to episode 63 of the Family Geekery Podcast. I'm Amber. I'm Danny. And I'm Chris. And today we're going to be talking about issue one of Void Rivals. Yeah, brand new comic from Image Comics. Yeah. But first, we're going to talk about our weeks. Anything nerdy? So we missed a week last week. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we apologize about that. Summer, summertime fun, summertime work, a little bit of all, doing doing summery stuff. So we missed you last week. We're back this week, ready to rock and roll, even though I'm in a hotel. So that's how much we love you listeners. I'm, I'm willing to podcast from a hotel on a sketchy microphone. Yeah, it's all good. Yeah, so what about, uh, what what did we miss? Anything go on last week? Well, that's too far ago. I don't remember that far back. Don't remember that far back. I saw the Mario movie. Oh, well, that was more recent. Yeah. That was the other day. Yeah, we saw the Mario movie. Finally saw the Mario movie. It was so cute. It's a cute. It's a cute little movie. What about you, Danny? Did you see any movies or anything? No, I'm seeing Barbie on Tuesday. Or, yeah, Tuesday. You're so slow. And... Other than that, I bought a pack of Pokemon cards because it had a cat on the front. Oh, no. (laughs) Oh, no, that's how it starts. It had a cat on the front? Show me the package. That's the new starter. You speak in Italian? It is an Italian She's name. So cute, She's a green little cat. You're not talking into the mic, my guy. She's a cute little green cat. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how to play Pokemon. That's okay. We can play. I can teach you. But I wanted the cat, so. <laughs> nice. I uh, started watching Markiplier play Five Nights at Freddy's Security Breach Ruin, which is the new recently released DLC for Security Breach. Um, I love Five Nights at Freddy's. Uh, In October, that will be my entire personality. So get ready for that. But for right now, Security Breach is again my personality because so that's cool. Gonna gonna binge watch the Markiplier videos and then wait for the the game theory video on it. Cool. Nice. Hey, I I've got some news. What's your news? I finished uh, the Last of Us. The show or the game? The game. We already talked about oh. finishing the show. Oh, so you had that spoilers? Like last episode. Uh, no, no spoilers, except for if you've seen the show, you know how the video game ends. And if you've seen the video game, you know how the show ends. So take that. But yeah, it was, it was fantastic. I played the heck out of it. I binged through it and I said, I need to finish this before our next podcast. So I'd have something exciting to say. So that's (laughs) my exciting thing to say. Nice. I played through it, but, 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 but. There's a freaking uh, DLC built into the the version that I have. <laughs> so, <laughs> so you have to play it. 
So I want to take a break from it, but I need to play it because I think the DLC was also like a single episode in the show. Like it was a, a flashback episode. Mm. And uh, that story was really good. So I want to play the, the DLC because that story was so good. Nice. Cool. I, I remembered something. Um, I started playing a game called Temtem. Uh, yeah, where'd you get that? It was on Humble Choice. Thank you very much for that. You're welcome. Uh, it's kind of like Pokemon. And by kind of, I mean it's basically Pokemon. On PC. But an MMO and on PC. And kind of more cartoony and kind of weird. It's like, it's it's basically Pokemon. So it's kind of cool. Hmm. Nice. Yeah. But it's got like a battle pass, I think. I don't know. I haven't really researched too much of that. I've barely gone through the like tutorial. <laughs> and I've been playing for a couple hours now. So I don't know what's happening. Those darn battle passes. That's how they get you. Yeah. It's a good thing that there's nothing extremely cute that I've seen in the battle pass so far. So, no no worries. No Italian cats. No Italian cats so <laughs> far. Because that's also how they get you. True. That is. That's how, that's how they got me in Pokemon Sun and Moon. It was a fire cat. Cool. So, are we ready to get into this episode? Let's do it. All right, so we all read Void Rivals number one, brand new comic, launched, I guess, last month, so it's not brand new, but this is our first chance to talk about it on Image Comics, and it's uh, written by Robert Kirkman, and I believe drawn by Lorenzo DeFelici, or DeFelici. Wait, Robert Kirkman? (laughs) You recognize that name? Yeah, isn't that the guy that made Walking Dead? Wait, what? <laughs> that is the guy that made Walking Dead. How did he's I made several that? things. In fact, he's he's teamed up with this artist before, um, recently to do some other, uh, some other projects that were very popular. So this one, they they called it pretty much the uh, the most anticipated release of 2023. Oh, so I wonder, yeah, I mean it's good. And it's good to get in on the ground floor. We've talked about this before where I love Marvel comics, but there's just something about even if you get into like Miles Morales, number one, there's still 40 years of history that led up to that. And it's yeah, just sometimes right. it's just hard. It's hard to to know where you're at in the in the whole universe. And, and you, your brain gets muddied up by the fact that there's also movies and TV shows going on at the same time. So something like this is just refreshing to to get into something that's brand new and it's uh it's the lead-off series for what's going to be a whole new universe that uh robert kirkman is putting together with his friends and it's going to be a shared universe between bum, 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 bum. transformers Ooh. and gi joe okay and then this this void right void rivals title is what's kicking it off, and it's going to tie those together. Nice. So, Walking Dead. It it was interesting. <laughs> it was interesting. <laughs> there may be a zombie. Like, where'd that zombie come from? <laughs> it was interesting to read some of the uh, like the interviews of Robert Kirkman, where he was talking about, you know, he was born 
you know, a couple of years after me. So he was a, a child of the eighties, if you will. And, uh, when, when Hasbro started saying, Hey, why don't, why don't you uh, go ahead and take a stab at some of our properties? And he was like, are you kidding? He was like, let's do it right now. <laughs> so, uh, this is, this is not, I mean, it's the, the epitome of passion project, I think for him nice to, to get these, uh, these characters. And, uh, he said, if you think, uh, if you think Marvel had some characters, you know, he's like GI Joe and Transformers, they've got 50 to a hundred characters each that could lead their own title. So, so it's going to be pretty interesting to see where it all leads. And, uh, at the very end of the comic, it showed the three upcoming titles. There's going to be an Optimus Prime title. There's going to be a Duke title and then a Cobra Commander title. I had to uh, look those guys up because Duke and yeah, I, I thought they might be GI Joe. I didn't know if both of them were GI Joe though. Yeah. Duke is basically the leader of GI Joe and Cobra Commander is Wait, obviously the commander. Then which one's Joe? GI is Joe there is, a Joe? That's just the name of the team. Oh, Oh, I yeah. thought there was a Joe. Me too. No. That was like a generic term for a serviceman oh, back for, in like okay. in World War Two, I'm guessing. Um, so that was kind of just a generic like. I thought that word came from GI Joe. I thought it being used for army people came from GI Joe. Do you know what GI stands for? General. No. General issue. Oh, I was close. What's a general issue? So general issue just means like if. If I was going to give all the soldiers the same pair of pants or the same hat or the same gun, it would be the general issue. I mean, that's what everybody gets issued. So G.I. Oh. Joe is just some random soldier in the army or oh. whatever. So, yeah, so G.I. Joe that, and that if, you if know from, from the 80s. And if it's missing persons, then it's a G.I. Joe Doe. No, that's John. <laughs> Never mind. G.I. John Doe. <laughs> I was thinking G.I. Jane. Which is a thing, I think. And it's Jane Doe, but it's not <laughs> Joe Doe. <laughs> it can be. I guess so. Trademark away. <laughs> but yeah, the term, the term comes from a long time ago, but then in the 80s when they made the toys and the TV shows and the comics and everything, then it was G.I. Joe at that point was the like the super elite team of you know special people. Basically, the special, special forces of, of toys. Hmm. Thank you for listening to our Joe episode. <laughs> I'll see you next week. <laughs> uh, I was going to say that it must be really cool for for Robert Kirkman to like reinvent some new stuff and add some new stuff when like he created a thing that is so popular and so beloved. Until Glenn dies. <gasps> Spoilers. <laughs> We've said that like 20 times in this podcast. <laughs> I think our listeners know that Glenn is dead. It's probably like when uh, when a famous band goes on stage and everybody wants to hear that, that one or two greatest hits, but the band wants to, you know, hey, how about you listen to some of our new album? And everybody's like, yeah. no, but they're more passionate about their new album. So, yeah, that's that's probably what he's feeling with this. That was the opposite of the Fallout Boy concert. They played like mostly old stuff and only like two songs from their new album. As they should. 
No, the new album was great. I wanted more from it. Anyways, off topic again. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Fall Boy episode. <laughs> cool. So let's uh, let's talk about this. <laughs> this Void Rivals number one. For reals this time. For reals this time. And let's start off with Danny. What What do you think overall? Like, how did you like it or not like it? Well, first, well, I'm used to us reading Marvel comics, so I thought I was Star-Lord. <laughs> <laughs> it looks a lot like Star-Lord. <laughs> I was very confused for about two pages. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was kind of cute. It got like enemies to friends arc. <laughs> Where they don't trust each other and then they kind of have to to get out together. Um, the random transformer or whatever that was for about one page was a little funny. <laughs> Oh, way gotta, out. gotta tease the universe. And then he zoomed off. I don't know. I thought it was cute. I think it has interesting, interesting cool. potential. And what about you, Amber? Overall impression? And then we'll get into some, some details. Overall impression is that I really liked it. And it's, you know that it does it well. And by does it well, I mean the writing is good. When they just like have this simple like, oh, my people hate your people kind of thing. And I'm like, I want to know an entire history of this entire people system. So I think I think the writing was really good to make me not only want to read more about like the story, but also about the history of where these people came from. Right. Yeah. So do you recall them talking about the sacred ring? I don't, know, no. I don't know if they no. talked about the sacred ring. So the sacred ring is what this whole story is about. It's an, it's an area in space and it's, uh, it's an area where the, the last remnants of two worlds have collapsed around a black hole. So the two planets that collapsed around this black hole is the two planets that these two characters come from. Oh, so are they like escaping? And they're, Possibly, and they're in a never-ending war, which kind of lines right up with GI Joe versus Cobra and Autobots versus Decepticons. Wait, so that's is how. Cobra the bad guy. Yeah, Cobra's a bad team. Okay. God, why do they? Why do they do this? <laughs> why can't there just be a character named? <laughs> Whatever. Continue. We got, we got seventeen uh, seventeen seasons of GI Joe. Cartoons you can watch. No, no, please. For our second GI Joe episode. <laughs> yeah, so that's that's the, the the premise is I guess they were fighting in space. They both crash landed on this desolate planet, um, and now they have to figure out how they're going to get off of this planet with both of their spaceships crashed. So my next question I'm going to pose to both of you is: Who's your favorite character so far? Let's start back with Danny. Is it Star Lord? Um, wait, did I forget? They have names. Which was her so name? So we've got Darek and oh, yeah. so so Leela. 
I like and then, then Jetfire. <laughs> I like Mr. Sol- character. So Lila. Okay. What about you, Amber? Um the character that talked the most was the hand computer. Oh yeah. Handroid. Handroid. Yes. Yeah, Handroid's kind of funny, but like really annoying. So I, I don't know if I have a, a favorite character so far, though. I'm going with Android. Maybe maybe Darak. I don't know. I like the way that the Android is keeps reminding his pilot, if you will. I guess that's what he yeah. calls him, his pilot. That uh, he, he's bound by duty to kill this other kill person. This person. <laughs> He keeps on like nudging him into it, like, uh, let me remind you, you're supposed to kill her. He or does then. look like Star Lord with the with the jacket. Right? And the blaster. Exactly. I'm not crazy. The red eyes. Anyways. And the the propulsion boots. Oh, does he have propulsion boots? No, but that would be a nice touch. <laughs> So yeah, so we got two main characters mm-hmm. from rival planets, and they both crash land. They're supposed to help each other out and try to rebuild one, uh, one spaceship out of the two of them. And uh, Derek plugs an, an, in, what was it, an in something to an out something? <laughs> I think she does it on accident. And uh, and blows up, blows up their chance. So yeah. So they can either just give up and die, or they can work together and and try to survive. And this issue number one is like the typical issue number one of a new comic series in the sense that it, it introduces, you know, the protagonist. Mm-hmm. It shows some kind of struggle that he or she has. It throws a little spin at you, which we'll talk about in just a second, and then. It shows some more struggles that that he or she may have, and then it just goes absolute bonkers and has like a a cliffhanger, and then it really really not a whole lot gets told or not a whole lot gets done in a first issue, and right. that makes you just want to go you know hey now I need to go back because I'm not sure if I really like this or not. You know, you either yeah, really like it or you're, or you're not sure. So you have to go get issue number two to, to confirm if you really do like it and want to continue with it or not. Now, this one has a little special thing going on in the sense that it's the start of a new universe. So you're, you're going to, whether you like it or not, you're going to have to see how it, how it <laughs> progresses. So so they're going to get another four dollars out of us. What's that? Is issue two out? Or like uh, how many are out? It's, according to their website, it was out, but when I went to the, the store the other day, they did not have it. So, Like um, it sold out or they didn't get the shipment in yet? I didn't ask because okay. that involves talking to weird humans. and Geeks. Comic book people like, aren't weird humans. No, but the, the people that sell them are. This this episode is sponsored by comics. (laughs) I, you know, I can always rely on them to text me every single day. (laughs) You always get one person to text you. We've got a new shipment of pops in. Come get them. 
<laughs> yeah, so it should be out. Um, so I'll go look for it. Uh, actually, while I'm in this town here, there's a really nice comic book store. So I will uh, I will maybe venture that way and look to see if they have it. There's probably a couple really nice comic book stores. Yeah, there is. But yeah, so the, the little spin that, that we talked about was obviously these uh, these two people have, uh, you know, and, and they don't really know anything about each other's, I guess, race, if you will, or they, I think they call them clans, if you will, except for the fact that they're supposed to hate each other. Right. right? It's just just blind hate, which, which is a good metaphor. Um, yeah. And... Uh, and the first twist you get is they stumble upon a transformer who is like, where am I? Where am I? And like, how long have I been here? Because right. they, they kind of jumpstart him a little bit. They find a, a ship. And, and they're they, like, oh, we can use this. Yeah, let's hook a battery up to it and see what happens. Oh. Well, <laughs> he transformed yeah. it into a robot and yeeted out of there. <laughs> yeah, he said, well, I've been here a while. Oh, man, I got to go. <laughs> So who's that? Jetfire? Yeah, Jetfire. Is this a an Autobot or a Decepticon? He wasn't flashing signs. So hmm? I thought for sure they always have their badge, you know, Autobot or Decepticon on their body somewhere. Oh, I, I thought you meant it. like gang signs. No, well, like, that's what I that's what I alluded to, but <laughs> I didn't know Transformers signs. were like that. You have to know Transformer lingo. <laughs> So that maybe was, since he's so old, it's before Autobots and Decepticons existed. Is that a thing? This is uh, not a Transformers episode. <laughs> we'll get into that later. <laughs> okay. When in what in October when the Transformers One comes out? Would that be good? So so that was the first twist. What was the second twist? We've got to take our clothes off because we have to use our clothes to build the ship. Oh man, we've got the same face. Well, not the same exact face, but the same color, I guess. Yeah, they look very similar. Yeah. They're the same clan, I suppose. So, not not super shocking to the reader, but really shocking to the two people in the book. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so that's how they they leave it, and uh, that's I think that's a, a pretty cool little cliffhanger. Like, oh, there's got to be more. Like Amber was saying, there's got to be more to this story. Right. We, we need to find out. Like they look the same. How they got here is there's some overarching evil government, probably yes, that is uh, you know Big just brother mind washing them into hating each other so that they can. Uh, be in a constant conflict and nobody looks at what's happening behind the curtains. Boy, that that head a little close to home. <laughs> <laughs> I liked them better with their helmets on. Oh. More Star Lordish. Yeah, I, I liked the idea of them being robots. But they're not robots. The the Android's the only robot. I guess so. And you can tell by the font. They always use robot font. True. What? <laughs> huh? What do you mean? Robot font. 
robot font. The different, the different font for like when a robot speaks. Yeah, it looks more like a computer output. <laughs> okay. You go back and look at it again. Okay. Well, does Vision have robot font when he speaks in the comics? Um, well, Vision procreated, so we're not sure what's going on there. <laughs> this is now a Vision episode. <laughs> they kind of look like Vision. As much as we're getting off topic, we actually do really like this comic. We're just oh. not very focused human beings. No, it's it's late at night. <laughs> Alright, so what else do we have uh, to say about this issue? Because we don't want to just flat out do a full retelling of it because there's not a whole lot of telling in the first place. But what else do we do we like about it? I like the art. Yeah, the art's good. It's cute. So that's, it's, that's part of the reason why I liked what their helmets were on because it was like cartoony kind of. And it's, it's nice to get away from, you know, humans. Mm-hmm. So that's why, yeah. There's something, and there's something about the this the style and the cover itself that if you saw it on the shelf, you would know it was an independent comic. Now, even though Image yeah. Image is a big company, it's still considered independent because it's not, you know, DC or Marvel. But you just see it, and you're like, it's the Seven oh, yeah. Up of comics. <laughs> I've never heard it referred to that way, but I didn't know Seven Up was a different brand. Yeah, I think they get some root beers in there. Because I went to I went to Publix, and you know they've got the the Coke is on sale and the Pepsi's on sale. Seven Up products, buy two get two free. I'm like, what? What do you mean Seven Up products? <laughs> this episode sponsored by Seven Up. <laughs> it is the Image Comics of oh, sodas. So- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely the uh, the art style is. Uh, it just it just jumps out at you being independent. And that's not I'm not saying that as a bad thing. I, I think it's uh, great. Yeah. yeah the first time I looked at the comic, I the cover, I didn't even realize that it was both of the characters. I like literally did not pay any attention to the cover. Probably because I wasn't a customer looking for it. I ha- had it in the house and just opened it and started reading it. Yeah, even the the title is separated into two sides. Yeah, oh, that's right. And the ring, I'm guessing that's the the holy ring or whatever, sacred ring. Sacred ring. Yep. Yeah. So yeah, good stuff. Anything else? Um, going back to the soda thing, does that mean that Dr Pepper is the variant? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, Dr. Pepper has lots of variants. (laughs) Cream and cherry and diet zero and jalapeno. 23 herbs and spices. What? That's KFC. It's not 23, but what do they only have like eight followers or something? Or 11? Who? The KFC uh, Twitter account. They follow, it's like eight or something. They follow all the Spice Girls and some random people named Herb. What the heck are you talking about? We're good about talking about comics. Yeah. 
Oh, I'd so, rather talk about soda. So this issue, I think, already had three printings. Like Dr. Pepper covers? I'm sorry, variant covers? No. Oh. Like when they print all of issue one mm-hmm. and they distribute it out to the distributors. Oh, then they and sell they, out. they run out, they reprint it, and it's called the second printing. Uh-huh. And then when that runs out, guess what they send out? Third, third printing. printing. <laughs> third printing. But it's pretty good then. So that means yeah, it sold it sold more than they thought and it sold very well. So, so do we have a first printing? Do you know? We have a first printing of the uh, the original issue and then we have a second printing of the variant that has oh. and this is another reason why this particular comic caught my eye is the variant cover is like a homage to uh, there's a monster at the end of this book. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Which was a favorite book of, of the girls. Yeah. Because they would always make Daddy do the voices. You did a good Grover voice. Because I just do a, a Yoda voice and speak forward instead of backwards. This is a Sesame Street episode now. <laughs> Wait, so we have the comic physical? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's literally at the house, Danny. <laughs> Dude, why was I reading it on my phone? <laughs> dumb. Why did it's like literally sitting on the dining room table? I think. Then why was it in the Google Drive? Because yeah. I'm not there. <laughs> oh. Mother made me put it away. <laughs> it was easier for me to send you a digital More copy fun. than it was to tell you where to find it. Yeah, I think that's going to wrap this episode up, unless you guys have anything else, any other thoughts? Oh, I was going to say, in 20 years, when this becomes really popular and worth, we can resell it for lots of money. Because we have a first printing. Oh, okay. I'm glad to see that you are thinking ahead. I'm an investor. Good. This was a great on-topic podcast. I really, I really like the way that they write the onomatopoeias. Like I don't know, it just kind of looks like they spell crunch with a K. It just kind of looks like like the words. Like it's a, it's a good, it's a it's a good execution on. I don't know who does that part. Is it the artist or like the the layout person or the the maybe the letterer? The letterer, yeah, yeah probably. They do a good job. Good job. Oh, kaboom! <laughs> they did it. Yeah, they did a good transformer noise too when uh, when the ship turned into a robot. Oh wait, I've got to look at that. Where is it? Yeah. All right, so that's gonna wrap it up for this episode go check out void rivals number one see if you can find a first second or third printing at your local comic shop (laughs) and it is available digitally also on all the digital platforms like amazon and and whatnot and our google drive (laughs) (laughs) if you ask us nicely maybe we'll send you the link (laughs) please go support your local comic shops yes do that also 
But yeah, go check it out. Thank you for listening to this episode. We'll be back next week with a new episode, and hopefully we'll all be in our regular location, so um, so I'm not hunched over a weird desk in a hotel. But yeah, thank you as always for listening, and until next time, peace out. Peace out. And peace out. out. Oh, you are so slow. You're so Worst slow. Yet. Thank you for listening to the Family Geekery Podcast. For more information, visit www.familygeekery.com. Don't forget to subscribe at your favorite podcast provider. And until next time, peace out and geek out.